Hello, world. I'm Shawa Evans. And I'm Stanley Wiggins. And this is Black, Black Hipster, where we talk about Black pop culture, gay pop culture, Black gay pop culture, and sometimes other, other shit. shit. Yeah. How you doing, darling? I feel like we be so, like, uniform with that. Like, people probably listen and uh-huh. think that it's like a recording. It's like, nah, we legit do the intro every week. Well, now, because we could see each other. Well, yes, so obviously, COVID, we had some issues. It was, yeah. It's a little difficult to get the timing right when there's a delay over a phone line. Exactly, whatever, exactly. We back in person, in the building. Yes, how are you doing today? <laughs> in the building. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's how the hood announces itself. Don't you just love it? You made me think of all the radio stations. Speaking of hip-hop, which Always. we talked about last week, did you see the versus battle? I'm not. I, I'm not even going to I didn't see it. I'm not going to entertain it. Oh, okay. Everybody was texting me, blah, 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 this versus, and I was like, I wasn't here for this versus in the first place, so I'm going to keep my feelings to my Oh, okay, okay. I didn't know. I just know that apparently there was just lots of entertaining things that happened mm-hmm. during it, so yeah. that's why I thought it was, you know... It, it was worth yes it apparently it was it was truly one of the most entertaining verses ever okay. but then i guess they scared the white people oh um, really? well i get at one point jada kiss had said something like yo don't scare the white people because i guess some of the there was an audience yes and i is. guess some of the most of the audience is made up of white people uh-huh. and they just didn't understand the nuance of this like faux beef uh, and they thought that they were really beefing and that something was going to happen, okay. maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were getting worried. Uh, and then, you know, Jada Kiss was just like, like, we're joking. Like, don't scare the white people, y'all. <laughs> yeah, I, I know that one of the things, there were lots of things that came after, which because social media, which we were talking about, but people said that Joe, Fat Joe's commentary was really funny. And then I remember him saying, yo, Corona was definitely up in the building. Like, they were, they should <laughs> I just thought it was funny. He was like one of the only ones with his mask oh on. My God. <laughs> he pulled it down sometimes, and then like I, there was a clip. I just saw him pulling it back up, and they were just like, "Fat Joe is not playing." Like he was just in the background bobbing, but his mask was on the whole time. Listen, and you I feel you, Joey. Yeah, you got it. Don't get Corona off no verses. Nobody's freaking paying you to be getting the Rona out no, here. It not is at all. Not cute. Not at all. No. No. Um, we got a ton of uh, current events before we get to our topic at hand. Yeah. Um, so first things first, we got to start with Cuomo Gate. Oh, it's your back. Boom. Your boom is back. Cuomo yes. Gate is back. Update, update. So um, Tisha James' office did like a thorough investigation, mm-hmm. put out, I think it was like a 168-page report, basically being like, he definitely yeah. sexually harassed like all these women, yeah. probably more. Mm-hmm. Um, Cuomo responds, and then they held a press conference. Like she held a press conference. I was like, "Yes, Tish." Yes. This Tish. this idiot responds by putting out. He has he owns his own little like press conference, and then puts out a reel. Puts out a reel of like him kissing people. What? Like, yes. Like, of him, like, kissing various different people of all genders and Mm -hmm. ages and whatever. Just being like, this is what I do. Like, it's not in a creepy manner. I do this all the time. And then I think he ends it with some other politicians also kissing people. Like, I swore I saw Bill Clinton in there kissing someone. And, like, you know, just uh, hugging a man or something Mm -hmm. like that. So, to also say that, like... This is also, like, not something new and nuanced. Like, politicians okay. do this. That's, this is what we do. I was yeah. like, this man is out of his damn mind. Mm-hmm. Everyone is like, no, <laughs> this is the worst response ever. First of all, you shouldn't have said anything Yeah. within the hour. It was, like, within the hour of them putting out, of them doing the press conference. He was, ah, strike back. It was like, you didn't even marinate. And see, like, how people were feeling about it. Oh what the, you know, what the temperature was. Mm-hmm. Well, also, it's when, whenever we have conversations about this around people, celebrities, or someone in the public eye doing something and then they have a response to it, I'm always surprised when it's bad because I'm like, you have people that you a whole pay. Team. A whole team. Yeah, you have a whole team. And I'm like, what? Like, when you said he responded, which I didn't know about that, when he responded, I know the general gist of it and I know what's going on. I did not know that he responded. Who told him to do that? Did someone go rogue? Who put together the reel? Did they have that prepared? Did they, because I'm right. like, you know, maybe they're like, worst case scenario, if she does this, then we'll do that. Let's have an A, B, and C plan. Why would you do that? 
Did he? So he did. Did he verbally? He did say he held the press conference, spoke. He said, "I've never sexually harassed anybody." He was like, "No, this is false." Because I know that they had one of the girls come out, one of the women, talk about how she was in her in his office and he hugged her or something like, and it was inappropriate. And then the 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 door was open, and I think she kind of pushed him back and was like, you know, uncomfortable. And then he got up and angrily closed the door and then came back and put his hand under her shirt. And, you know, it's always when people are describing this because people do crazy things. But it just seems so like, what? How did it jump from there to there? It's oh, just yeah. Like, it's Sexual harassment yes. will escalate quickly. It escalates very quickly. And then you think the audacity of someone, but it, it's people in power and people who... And then, like she said, she, was, she didn't say anything initially because... She was worried that, obviously, she would lose her job. And if you're mm-hmm. young, I mean, we've talked about this in, in other cases. You're young, yeah. You're thinking, I don't want to rock the boat. And you're scared. You're embarrassed. You're but you also, it's, it's more than that because it's not just losing your job, right? Now you've pissed off this person who has connections in all these other exactly. places. And it doesn't just end with, oh, you get fired from that office, so you have to quit yeah, your you job at that office. Right. You can end up getting completely blackballed mm-hmm. from the entire industry that you have been working all the way, you know, your entire life up until that time exactly. to get into. Mm-hmm. And that sucks. Yeah, it's scary. And you're thinking this person is powerful. What What are they going to do to me? What are they going to do to my family if I come? And we've heard, we, we've seen the stories. We've seen this play out so many times in the media where mm-hmm. a woman will come forward with allegations that she has been sexually assaulted and then they go through this smear campaign of discrediting her, Absolutely. making her seem like... And then They'll pull up any any moment which she was being quote-unquote promiscuous exactly. exactly, and all this other bullshit. And it's scary. It's, 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 it it's, also, they... One of the things that's it's so interesting and maybe this is just something that I think of as a woman... There's always this sort of go-to of like, well, at some point in time, she was sexually aggressive with someone at any point in her life. You know yes. what I mean? Or, yes. or forward. And it's like, are you fucking kidding me? That's your defense. Mm-hmm. It's, it's absurd to me because even if the, like, the defense was that she had kissed him at some point. Exactly. You know what I mean? Slept with at, him. at any point yeah. in time when she said... You're crossing the line and you need to stop, then he needed to stop. Mm-hmm. And then we're also talking about a power dynamic. Power That's dynamic. what's at the heart of this thing. Exactly. And he doesn't seem to get it. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't get it. And that's why he's got to go. Mm-hmm. It's bad enough you did these things, but the worst part, I get that you are like, well, I didn't do anything wrong. That's the part that's the issue mm-hmm. is that everyone else sees it yeah, you and don't. you don't. Mm-hmm. You are still in that old, old men- mentality yeah. right? of like, this is okay to do in a new school world where it's not. Yeah. There's no room for you. And yeah. that's what folks are trying to tell him. Like, bro, there's no room for you here if you don't get it. Yeah. So now you got to go because who knows who else you're going to be out here terrorizing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and it's so true. When you said, when you talked about old school and new school, it made me think of a conversation on the podcast that we had about like racial issues and how you say to people, oh, like you excuse like older people because they were, you know, from another time. And to some extent, okay, yeah, I get it. But I always was, I always thought there were people back then who was like, nah, this is not okay. It was like, you knew that just human decency did you think that was okay? Why didn't you? Yes, you saw other people doing it, but there were still people around who went, yo, this ain't right. This don't seem good. Right. And so the fact that you're still holding on to that and thinking that it's okay, like you said, the power dynamic, the fact that women and men just socially, just historically, that dynamic has very much been like, you know, man gets aggressive, you know, or may do something. A man is on, man is in power. Woman is below him. We know those dynamics. So how is it far-fetched that, and also far-fetched for him to get it? And the fact that you think it's okay, even if you think it's okay. Listen, every woman doesn't want to be touched. Every person doesn't want to be kissed. Right. And, and you should recognize that. And you should also be much more sensitive to that if you're their superior. You shouldn't because they're probably going to go, okay, well, I'm not comfortable with this, but, you know, he's doing it. But so I'm also not comfortable with telling him to stop no. because, and I shouldn't have to you be. Shouldn't I shouldn't have be made to be. feel uncomfortable at work telling my boss not to kiss me. Not to kiss me. Like, when you put it like that, like, doesn't that sound crazy? Yeah. I have to tell, my problem at work is telling my boss to stop grabbing mm-hmm. my face and kissing me. Yeah. 
That's insane. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Whether the boss is a man or a woman. Yeah. That is insane. You are crossing a boundary that you shouldn't be. Yeah. And, and it's, it, it's, you know, people, I, men and women have different. It's just, oh, he didn't mean anything. And it's just, he's old school. And it's just like, we have to stop thinking. People have problems right. with it then. And people like to pick and choose too because women used to get their ass whipped by their mm -hmm. husbands. Yes. And we've decided on across the board that that's not okay anymore. You know what I mean? <laughs> like nobody's like, yo, he's beating his not wife. And then people be like, well, you know, they're from a different time. No one says that. Right. Everyone says that's not cool. We need mm -hmm. to do something about this. Exactly. So it's just interesting when we pick and choose what we decide we're going to turn a blind eye to. That's very true. But folks is not here for Cuomo. They are calling him. They're like, we want him out. First of all, one of the women is bringing up um, civil charges yes. against him. And now they're bringing up criminal charges. Yes. They're thinking about bringing up criminal charges against him. So, I mean, I think, to say the least, his job is pretty much done. Slide in there, Tish. Yeah, and then I know that Slide in they're saying there. two Democrats have started to... I don't remember... Oh, the exactly Democrats right. are like, you gotta go. Yeah, a lot They are of not trying are to like, be aligned no. with this. They're like, the Republicans do that shit. We don't do that shit over here. No, and I can appreciate that. Like, you know how sometimes we joke about the Democrats? We're like, damn, at least the Republicans got some kind of loyalty. I appreciate that I think the Democrats are like, if we're going to be the party that does the right thing, then we need to do it across the board mm -hmm. all the time. Yeah. Not just as it pertains to... Uh, partisan issues. Yeah. So when they're like, listen, you out here wow, we need to clean up house. We can't have this attached to us. Mm -hmm. And they're like, you gotta go. Yeah, you have to Also, go. too, I think there's just enough, like, okay. very strong vocal women yes. in the party that are like, we ain't doing this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, I agree. They're not playing. I agree. Yeah. Because <laughs> it, it, that, and it's just, it, you know, not even to say, like, I'm not on his side at all, but I was just I was thinking, what happens in your brain when you're going through this? Like, you know, when you're going through this whole, like, all of this just negative press. What are his days like? What the, how does he operate? What does he do? How do you I go think about he's your... delusional. I oh think Cuomo gets gosh. up, he goes and gets his little fake tan. He calls his daughters, how are the kids? All that shit, like, he's, de I think he's delusional. I think he thinks, well, I didn't do anything wrong, so I'm just going to, not sweat it. This will work itself out because I know I didn't do anything wrong. I think he is probably taking that approach to it. It seems like it. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he wakes up in cold sweats every night. I ain't in that man's bed. Thank God. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Okay. He seems like he is unbothered and unpressed. How old is he again? Do you know? I don't know. He's in what, 60s? 60s? Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> let's move on. With Cuomo, they coming for that yeah, ass. Yeah, so we'll see how this song... And then, too, I'm sorry, just one quick question again about the Cuomo gate. I should know this, and I do not. What happens The if, lieutenant governor. The, um... What's her what's name? What's her name? It's not Robin. Um, let me look it up. Um, um, but, yeah, she would become... Actually, she'll become the first female governor of New York. Like really? in the history of New York. But that's why I'm like, let's just get to this Cappy. election. Cappy Hoschel? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. I was like, let's just get to this election so we can vote my girl Tish in. And is she... We need it to be female and, and black female. at the same yeah, time. Yeah, black. And is, is Cappy, <laughs> another question, has Cappy gone on the record and said anything? Because I'm pretty sure people have asked her. Has she said anything about this one more? Or I she feel like I was talking about this this morning. I, I don't know. Well, we you was know, like, I, you knew some stuff was going down, okay? <laughs> <laughs> she probably said something about I it. Know, she they told her, you shut your pretty little mouth. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Damn, we lived in such a fucked up country. I know, it is. It, it very much Oh, is. man, we live in a fucked up country. What do you think? Anywho, we're going to move on because yes. we have to talk about um, Beyonce's new Ivy Park denim line. Beyonce. And her, I don't know, she handpicked them, but Glenn Turman mm -hmm. is yeah. the... Um, the face of it mm -hmm. and so uh, i was just like thrown by this because i when i saw it i was like i know that name is uh -huh. this is there another glenn who spells his name like this that i don't know about like a new young guy or something because yeah. you're know, like uh -huh. michael jordan right michael b jordan that's true and i was like uh because i know this man from a different world you mm -hmm. know i was like he was old on a different world. He was. So I was like, how the hell old is he now? Yeah. Yeah. And then I looked at, I watched the, the, the trailer, the little promo, and I was like, this is odd, but also awesome. Mm hmm. Because, yeah, 
he is a 74 year old man He's 74 um, yeah and the, i guess the whole this first line is sort of this like urban cowboy yeah the ivy park rodeo collection right mm-hmm. um and he's like into horses and that's like his yeah. whole thing so he found it a camp sense. yeah for um, children and all jamie fox she probably should have had casted jamie fox in it too. Oh, he he horse super into yes yes uh-huh. that was his horse that he rode in um Django. Django. Oh. that's why at the end when the horse is dancing that's like tricks that jamie oh taught that's really cool yeah um, that's why I was like, oh, Jamie Foxx probably could have been really good for the campaign as well. But, you know, people just sometimes don't be knowing things. It, Listen it, to Black Hipster. You'll learn things. Or not, because we don't be knowing shit. Um, <laughs> why did she, because it's, that you know, with the Black Cowboy, the Black Cowboy. Oh, she's from Texas. She's from Texas, yes. And I, th- I don't think a lot of people know. I didn't know this until this year. You know, they had that movie from Netflix called. Uh, oh, yeah. Concrete your, Cowboy. Um, Family like my uncle rides horses, horses but my, only my uncle and we've had horses growing up, but I, I didn't think it was like a thing. I don't think black of them as cowboys. cowboys oh you know? my god! Yeah, well, I, maybe your uncle's not a cowboy, but yeah, black cowboys is a, such. Yeah, a thing. I didn't know about this. I mean, my family they had them, but in the south is like a whole yeah. history. And he in, in the movie Concrete Cowboy, which was with Idris and the guy, the little the little boy from Stranger Things, he's like eighteen now. It, it takes place in Philadelphia. And then they talk about the history there of these um, stables being there and they kept horses. And then then um, realizing, reading a little bit about it and then realizing there's a whole history that was erased about, yeah, what, essentially what you're talking Absolutely. about. Black cowboys. Because when you think of cowboys, you definitely don't think of black no, people. No, you think well, of freaking old Western movies mm-hmm. where they shooting, shooting a... I was going to say shooting a club up. That means something <laughs> very different. That means something extraordinary. Well, they're shooting a saloon up. You know, it is. Yes. 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 Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they were shooting the club up too. Exactly. Uh, exactly. It's a very different way. Um, it's just. But yeah, it, it, black cowboys ex- have existed for um, centuries. Yeah, for centuries. And yep, I, I wouldn't be surprised if people don't know about that history because so much of our history has been deleted. Um purposefully yes why can we be cool you know you think of like a western cowboy with the spurs and them doing that thing where they i don't know what's called where they, they turn around us in films like yeah, that unless they, we were serving exactly they just like we was doing old hollywood they have that movie Getting coming out cowboy boots this year you know i've been on the hunt for, years. Cowboy boots for, for, years. for a few years now I, I went to dallas and still did not make my oh way to my get gosh. some cowboy boots and i was so mad Girl. at myself I saw some girl the other day on the train with some cowboy boots. They were cute, but I'm like, it's like 90 degrees out here. I wonder if it was the same girl, because I saw a girl with cowboy boots (laughs) in the train. They're cute, but it is so hot. And it was was yesterday, and I was like, it's 86 degrees It still could have been the same girl. She probably been wearing them all. She's out and about the city. Damn city with this cowboy. It was so hot. It was so hot outside. I thought the same thing. I said, why this girl got some cowboy boots on? And she didn't. She had on like a, a dress. She had on a dress. Yeah, this girl had on a dress. <laughs> <laughs> she is just bothering the city. She wasn't really cowboy boots and, and her dress. Yeah, her little oh, dress. Oh, what the hell that was? She thinks oh, she look cute. Girl. All right, baby, this is not the season. Oh, okay, you girl. Wait till the for those. Okay. <laughs> All right, I I can't. Um, but anyway, they, the, another movie is coming out on Netflix um, with um, Regina King. With Lakeith Stanfield, mm-hmm. Zazie, I don't know how to pronounce her name. Beat. Yeah, from um, Atlanta. Mm-hmm. This all-black cast about a Western. And it's on two sides. And, and the guy, Jonathan Majors, from um, uh, from the, that movie with... That show that was canceled on HBO, Lovecraft Country. Mm-hmm. He's going to be... It's like, a big, it's like a big deal. I don't know when it's dropping. And it looks really, really cool. I'm not going to see it just because I get nervous now. I've noticed, like, I can't watch, like, people getting shot in the head and stuff. I'm like, I don't oh, want to see all that stuff. But yeah. it looks like one of those cool, like, Western movies. And it seems like there's been a resurgence of interest in sort of, you know, obviously black people, because we know that, and Netflix is hungry for content. But yeah. just, like, black stories around sort of that Western cowboy world. So it's good. So I wonder if uh, Ivy Park will do some of the, um, yeah. the outfits. Because okay. if it's not set in... Like I don't know. I don't know where it's set actually. Way like, back when, no, in terms of like time. Uh, oh, you know, yeah, if they want to put a modern. Oh, because I was thinking if they wanted to put a modern spin, 
then that would make sense. It's true. Have, it's a like, good collaboration. Know, the, the cast in like Ivy Park or whatever. They could also have something where, you know, during the premiere of the movie, there's some way that they collaborate on there, whether they dress some of the people. You heard it here first, y'all. <laughs> Black hipster. We put it out there. We stay telling Beyonce what she needs to do with her business. I know, right? Like, sure, <laughs> I said she needs to catch Shikari Richardson and, um, um, what's her name? Simone Biles and, Oh, and this was before all this stuff happened with Simone Biles uh, that I was yeah. saying that she needed to cast them in the Ivy Park swim. Oh yeah, that would be great, right? I was yeah. like, just all the like the black mm-hmm. like great athletes and gymnasts and whatever. Um, yeah, that's isn't that funny? That would be a great idea. Yeah, <laughs> who knows? They probably own that for next um, next fall or next spring or whenever the hell those collections comes out. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but somebody who does um, cast in a loving, loving way, and everybody adores her for it, is Rihanna, Mm -hmm. who, when I tell you she said, bitch, better have my money, (laughs) was not playing. So Forbes just um, reported that Rihanna is officially a billionaire. Mm -hmm. But it was like $1.7 Like, she wasn't, like, just over the hump. She wasn't, like, struggling over the line. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a really funny thing to say, right? Struggling over the line to to be a billionaire. billionaire. Um, But she was, like, deep in. Like, she's almost at the $2 Mm -hmm. billion mark. Oh, good for her. So apparently she is the, the highest paid female entertainer after Oprah mm-hmm. but like um like singer or whatever she's obviously the 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 richest good for her um yeah good for Rihanna yeah the girl hasn't been out that long and she has amassed quite a reputation and a fortune well That's it was, what it's I think because really of her stake in Fenty Beauty yeah she I know had that. like a 50 yeah. percent stake in it yeah so she was smart about yeah. you know how she rolled that out and like not Very being so thirsty to you know, sometimes people, I think, um, they want to get a project done or something so, so badly that they don't pay enough attention to the fine print mm-hmm. or they don't think long term, exactly. like, if this, thing's, if this thing ends up being wildly successful, who makes most of the money? Yeah. And it's like she could have very easily just kind of, like, sold her shit off mm-hmm. and be like, okay, here, LVMH, you know whatever y'all could pay me whatever and Mm -hmm. you know put my name on it and no she very much took a stake in this like she is on the ground with her brands and things that have her name on it she is all in it she's pretty impressive in it and so she's like yeah and for that y'all gonna pay me like this gonna be an even split and that's really where she that took her over the top with you know she's like I ain't making no music I don't care about y'all yes, yes. she's like I am as unbothered as yeah, one can been, be about what y'all expect from me I'm gonna do what I want yeah cause she's also been acting a little bit and then she's also been doing uh, building this company cause Fenty, Fenty it's Fenty Beauty but they also is that does that she also include the lingerie everything. does that include like well she is Savage Fenty yeah that's the lingerie oh. Savage Fenty um, she shut down the Fenty fashion line, though, okay. mm-hmm. um, so we don't know what's happening with that. Um, and then, of course, like Fenty Beauty, but she also just has like Fenty trademark for all kinds of stuff. Because then, then they did Fenty Skin. Yeah. So you know, Good she's got her. Fenty just, and it's doing well. I've heard, especially the beauty thing. Fenty. Is. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's 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 interesting how it hits with certain celebrities, and then it doesn't. Mm-hmm. You know, like certain people can do that, and certain people cannot. And I think. Rihanna's got that authenticity that everybody wants and everyone appreciates. And she she stays doing the next new thing Mm -hmm. that no one else either thought to do or was brave enough to actually execute. And so I think that's the thing that just, it it resonates with people. Like you put a model, you know, in an ad with her scars, Mm -hmm. like, and being like, don't cover up her scars with makeup. Don't uh, airbrush her out. Mm-hmm. And being like, yeah, I'm going to have this girl nine months pregnant walk down this runway. <laughs> or like, you know what I mean? Or yes, I'm going to have this 300-pound girl yeah. walk in my lingerie. Like, wheelchair. in wheelchairs. Right, yeah. yeah. Or even didn't um, Mama Cax uh, do Fenty, um, the mm-hmm. amputee, the model I she, think she so. passed? Yeah, but I think she's she an did. amputee. Yeah. Um, right. Being like, yes, I'm going to have an amputee walk down the runway. Like, all of these people drag are queen. real people. Yes. She has the drag queens. Drag queens. Yes. And so. she's like, they're real people. Mm-hmm. Why do we not see them more? Why do we not see this representation on runways and in ads? And she was like, well, fuck it. If nobody else is going to do it, I'm going to do it. And then I'm going to make it cool. And then everybody can follow. 
behind me and that's essentially what they're also doing. seems like she has a great team who's because Rihanna, like what you said like she's authentic and her whole thing even before she did this Rihanna seemed like she do whatever the hell she will all those pictures of her smoking her blood on vacation and she seemed like she is very much like her it goes hand in hand with how she dresses her fashion she's trying this look she she just seemed like she don't care and that's something that I think you appreciate about her. right and it goes well that I'm glad that they were able to do this this Fenty thing and we're, and we're able to be so inclusive and to put out represent different bodies and ages and demographic very very smart. I will say this too though but your product's gotta hold up you, and yeah. the, the Fenty beauty line does you mm. know what I mean it is expensive but mm. it holds up I remember a girl coming to drop something off I was at Orange Theory and I was like girl what mm. the hell foundation do you have on because mm-hmm. I was like can I just touch your face <laughs> like it just, it, she looked like she was like human airbrushed, mm-hmm. but it looked like skin. It didn't look fake mm-hmm. in the way that, like, you know, when someone just has on too much makeup and it's like, mm, I ain't feeling it. Like, it looked perfect, mm-hmm. but not in it. a good way. Like, <laughs> hers just looked, it was like, you just look like you have flawless skin. Mm-hmm. But I also just, you know, no. You know. So right. you, I was yeah. like, what foundation are you wearing? And mm-hmm. she was like, girl, Fenty. I'm like, of course. It's Ooh. Like, how, how would you say, because, you know, I have no idea about makeup, you know, like I know what stuff is, but, right. you know, even, you know, in general, what mascara is or what foundation is, but I've had a conversation with you and you're like, there's liquids and there's like, there's all different, like mascara, there's all yeah, different types. not even of, about to get into we ain't got about to get into it. you about no, to say? <laughs> how expensive is it compared, comparably oh, to it's other? Oh, it's not. Oh, okay, it's okay. not. It's it's not more expensive than Pat McGrath. Mm-hmm. It's not more expensive than Charlotte Tilbury or... Mm-hmm. Um, I was gonna say Clinique, but that was not what I was thinking. Chanel, okay, yeah, or yeah, YSL Gucci or something, or Dior. No, yeah, it's yeah, it's gonna be more expensive than Sephora brand, mm-hmm. but you know, okay, yeah, <laughs> but it's not more expensive than Pat McGrath. Yeah, so it's Pat like, McGrath's foundation be like sixty eight dollars. <laughs> yeah, and she's also a black um, Pat black McGrath. woman whose makeup is also just yeah, I've heard it really really good. Like she's my only dream is that like I hope that like. I get a Pat McGrath foundation and then my hands just turn into her hands <laughs> and then like I put my makeup on like Pat McGrath. Yeah. Like I all of a sudden get Pat McGrath skills. Yeah, you that know what to do. unfortunately does not happen. Yeah, so, she was one of the first black makeup artists out there, right? Doing on and the she runway. puts so many people on the map. Yeah, yeah, good Like people like coming up under her, mm-hmm. um, Sir John. Oh, really? Like he worked with Pat McGrath, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. Good for her. A lot of people... Yeah, yeah, you don't hear about her. her. She don't get enough credit. She also, I think, is a little more behind the scenes mm-hmm. in that she herself is not, like, out there, out yeah, there. She is. And, like, yeah. yeah, but she, she, I don't know Pat McGrath mm-hmm. personally. I've actually never even, like, interviewed her or anything. Mm-hmm. But she does just seem like a sweet woman. Yeah. Um, an older British woman. Not mm-hmm. older, but, you know, she's not our age. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, she's not Rihanna's age mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. She's not yeah. Sir John's age. Yeah, um, I know she's been doing this for quite some time. Mm-hmm, but she put people on the map. But... Yeah, Rihanna was like, bitch, better have my billions. Yes. And she's having like, her response was, God is good. God is good. That's something. <laughs> that was her response. It while also just feels, <laughs> while she's smoking a blunt. It feels appropriate, too, because it seems like she's just somebody who gives a shit about other people's, like, well-being. Just on a general level, right? But, like, just, like, humane, mm-hmm. like, yeah. and human rights and that kind of thing. And it's just, like... So you you it feels good to see someone like that win. Yeah. Um. Cause it just it feels awful to see people <laughs> who just don't give a shit about other mm. people like making all this money and then like also doing this thing that's the American way of like hoarding it, mm-hmm. right? And then like just making sure they can make as much money as they can for themselves and their families. Yeah. And never spreading that love. And it's like, people can say what they want about Bill Gates, but I'm like, I appreciate Bill Gates because he gives most of his wealth away. Mm-hmm. And Bill Gates couldn't not be wealthy if he tried. Yeah. Um, that's just, he's at the point where his money works for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you have on the flip side, these other billionaires and these, like, you know, some of the richest people in the world. And they're like racing to the moon. <laughs> And, yeah. and it's absurd. Um, and this is what I wanted to talk about today. What? Global warming. And I know this is crazy because oh we about to talk about global warming the mm. black hipster way. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like without getting into like all the muck and the stats and the whatever, right? Like, can we just talk about it on a human fucking level? Mm-hmm. You know, I think sometimes when you 
you know, when you start reading stories or you're watching reports and things about it and they're talking about stats and all these things, what's going to happen in 2050 and the, the sea rising, it doesn't resonate with people because it feels like this faraway thing. Yeah. But I remember, last night I was at a dinner and we were um, talking about New Year's and like what our plan is going to be and this whole th- conversation about, well, what's the weather going to be in December kind of came up. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, we would joke when it was 77 degrees in November. Like, we love global warming. But we were like, it's really awful. And it's scary. It's yeah. really awful and really scary. Mm-hmm. And it just feels like, yeah, so a lot of people are just not understanding the implications of it. And it's happening right now, like all these hurricanes, yeah, floods, and flooding, and right, we see people in China are dying, yeah, like the water won't subside, yeah, right, um, the freaking wildfires, right, and of oh. course we know, like Southern California always has wildfires. Mm-hmm. They have two seasons, right? Fire. Well, actually, it's more northern than southern because southern doesn't get as much rain, but like, yeah, fire and rain, mm-hmm. <laughs> those are their two seasons, um, which is awful and it's like it just seems like it's getting worse and worse like the sky when you look up in the sky is red you should be afraid Mm -hmm. but it just feels like we're just carrying on business as usual it's always like some some other thing that's just too major and i get it like human human rights is a big thing we do we do need to get a fucking handle on that um yeah but also it ain't gonna matter if we you don't got no planet. Got no planet to live on. And then all these billionaires go to the fucking moon. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so instead of putting your money and your resources behind just helping this planet and making this planet livable, you know, for your posterity, you'd rather just up and move everybody to the fucking moon. The Not hell? everybody. No, I, I mean like, like yeah. your people. Yeah, your what people. the fucking hell? I wonder if they know something that we don't know. Like, yo, it's a lost cause. We just going to tell them that possibly they can recycle and reduce, reuse, and recycle, but it's a lost cause. I don't know. It's, it, it's you know, when I... They're the ones that are creating the Yeah, issues. they're the ones that are creating the issues <laughs> and contributing to the problems. And for a large, let's be, tr- let's be real, there are, they have power. Their money has wow. power. We talked about, I t- told you I watched that movie, I Care A Lot, and she said something in the, in, in the movie. She said, I want to be rich. She's like, I want to be so rich that my money hasn't, she's like, my money has influence. My money's able to, to move things and to affect people's decisions. That's real power. Right. And I was like, that shit is so true. It's like these people, these billionaires influence laws and regulations and you mean the NRA, all the stuff on the climate change. So it's just, I, I don't understand why nothing's happening and why it's going so slowly. And then too, what you said, I think we as people, we just get taken in so many different directions there's so much coming at us so much coming at us and there's so many causes to take so many causes. i will say like, the ocean was burning like last what was it another oil spill happened and it was on fire where i don't remember where it was it was in america and um <laughs> it was something was um there was they would just it would just wake up to the end it's like does everyone know that um another oil leak another thing exploded underwater and the ocean is on fire and for like three days they were trying to put out this fire and then bam that's gone it, it, it's just one bam, bam, bam. And I think, too, for us, you get fatigued. You get, you're like, I need to turn this off. I remember my boss was saying, she was like, I came back. She's like, I had to disconnect from the news because I was, I came back from, you know, disconnecting from the news for two weeks. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, what's going on? That's how it is. You have to disconnect and you come back and you're like, God damn. What is, it's, it's a lot. But I do feel like a, um, a lot of it is the government's fault. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> you know, because like you fault. said, it's like they, you know, wealthy people who put making money before actually doing what's better for the greater good have used their money to influence laws and things like that. And um, these same billionaires um, that are like racing to the moon have been the ones that have created a lot of the issues that have led to, yeah. you know, our planet just fucking disintegrating, essentially. Um, and they just gonna leave. They just gonna, gonna leave. leave the rest They'll of be fine. I mean, I don't think it's gonna be successful. I think they're all gonna die. But <laughs> like legit, like I think everybody's gonna go to the moon and just die. Um, and um, my husband made a really valid point though. He was saying like the Earth is never not gonna be a thing. He's like it just won't be livable for us. Mm-hmm. But there will be life form 
you know, yeah. and different organisms and cells and things that will be able to live on the earth and then it will restart itself and replant that's itself. What that's what Human beings said. just yeah. won't be able to live here because we've fucked it up for us. Yeah, and, and I'm like, yeah, change. that's very true. I was like, well, all they're going to do is just go to the moon and fuck the moon up. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It'd be like, because nobody's ever fucking satisfied. Yeah. Like, always want the next thing. I always think about it like if I like was if I was wealthy like what would be the limit for me like what would be the amount of money that would make me say you know okay I'm good and now I can completely put all of my efforts and resources and whatever behind just only helping people Mm -hmm. I would like to think that that number is pretty low (laughs) I would hope so I just it is scary because I don't know if I would want to do something, you know, that's a good point. I thought about that too. How comfortable would I be? It's like, I got $500,000 a year, you know, like everything else I make after that just goes to charity. But I'm hoping, am I a billion, billionaire status? Am I able to make that much money? Because then I want to affect change. I want to go toe to toe with those other billionaires. Like, listen, homies, now y'all got a new home. But in order to get to that place, I've already done, I've already had to have done lots of fucked up shit. That's my thing. It's Absolutely, like, but that's not to say that just because you've done fucked up shit already that you need to continue to do fucked up shit, right? No, that's, that's true. That's, true that's as well. the whole human dilemma, right? My, it's like... My thing is like me or you as a person now getting to that place. Like what if we have the opportunity to get to that place? Of course you're going to have to become a billionaire. Yeah, it's like... Um, um, to some degree you might, but... I mean, like, what kind of fucking shit are we talking, right? Because, like, let's think about it. Like, Oprah's a billionaire. Rihanna's a billionaire. Do we think that they've done fucked up shit? And, like, the the fucked up shit that you're thinking. Probably not. No. I don't think that they fucking decimated towns. No, no. They probably contributed (laughs) to some of those things, I think, in the sense of... If we you, you know, all contribute. contribute. All con- yeah, I contribute. You know the thing. I have I, nothing, uh, and I know I've contributed. Yeah, we live in America. Many yeah. pairs of shoes. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. just all kinds of shit. So I think, yeah, you're right. We all have to be mindful, but it, you know, it is scary because it doesn't seem like it's slowing down. You know, as far as climate it's change, not. and they keep telling us this is what we need to do, and this is what we need to do, and it's just it's. Scientists say one thing and then they fight it, but then we have the whole thing with the, the virus and the pandemic. How some people? I mean, we that. can't even get people to put on a mask. Yes. You Much think you're gonna get them to pay attention to what's a a level one recycle and a level three or four? Yeah. <laughs> or that's just not recyclable. It yeah, is. right. But it's it's like throughout history, that's how human beings have been. That's how we've existed. You've had people who've been in the middle on di- completely on the opposite ends of the spectrum. So it's just like, there is gonna be know us moving forward as i think as a whole for the human good i don't know if that's possible because no. i don't think we've ever done that it's we all come with different minds we all some people don't think it's right some people say it's survival of the fittest you know and, and, and in a sense you think about that when we it was like 10 people on the planet let's just say 10 people on the planet to a certain extent you had to think like that you're just like listen we don't got enough food to go around for homeboy. Throw him off the side of the mountain and people were like this is hurtful <laughs> but i guess we gotta do because if you can't okay. like well Somebody's got to be sacrificed. Yes, someone has to be yes, sacrificed. But we've grown. That's a, right. That's but, a very different thing. And we don't live in those times anymore. We actually live in a time of excess. Yes, of excess. And so it's just like, all right, guys, we need to like dial this back. I mean, our freaking grandparents, mm-hmm. like, right? They're not that much older than us. They lived in a time where they didn't have any of this mm-hmm. stuff that we have available to us now. And it's like technology is supposed to make our lives easier, mm-hmm. yes, but it shouldn't come at that great of a cost. Yeah. So if, you know, creating, you know, producing plastic and stuff because plastic is just that much, you know, pla- I mean, plastic is in everything. In everything. It's, it's in, in your everything. water. It's in... No, I mean, in terms of like everything you use, yeah. like almost everything you use has, has some form of plastic, mm-hmm. right? And... You know, uh, surgeons will tell you that it's like there are things that like they can now do because of plastics, mm-hmm. right? Things that help them do their jobs that help save people's lives. Yeah. And it's like those things are necessary and make sense. But I also think we're at a point where we've now figured out how to make those things out of plastic that is recyclable and compostable. Exactly. So it's, it's not a matter of whether or not we need those things. We know we do. But how do we make those things in a way that doesn't destroy the planet? And then... To just have like, you know, 
plastic filters for our water and like, you know, plastic um, compacts for our makeup. It's unnecessary. Yeah. So we can go back to the old school way that that kind of shit used to be done where you just poured water out of a glass pitcher, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, and like those makeup tins used to be like tins that were recyclable. You yeah. went back to the store and then they refilled it. That's what people should do. Yeah. 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 It's like, I don't understand when like, it's like we want everything to be easy. I get that. Mm -hmm. Like, especially when that's the only world you've lived in. But it's at what cost? When you're seeing and you now know, you have all the information that this is going to destroy the planet. Like, because teenagers get it. So yeah. you can't say 30-somethings don't know. You don't have more, uh, less information than the teenagers mm -hmm. do. If Greta Thunberg understands it, then like yeah. someone who's in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, You've been around longer than she has. You know all the information. You know all the information. And you know that the timeline keeps getting shorter and shorter. Mm -hmm. So, like, in our parents' day, they probably were like, oh, by, you know, 2079, mm -hmm. the planet will be destroyed. That was 2050. Mm -hmm. In five years, it's probably going to be, like, 2032. Mm -hmm. So, it's going to be like, oh, we have even less time. We have even less time. Like, the, the, the waters are rising like we're all going to be dead. Yeah. Like very soon. Like we're not going to be elderly people. Mm -hmm. And, and we're our kids certainly won't be if like, or they will be and it'll be like Mad Max. Like yeah. they will be living in a time that you see in all these films where everything is dire and only the wealthy like get to live like it once was in, you know, they're like tunnel under the earth or some shit. Yeah. Which is really weird, too, because, you know, when we watch these things and I go, you see how the future is represented in movies? And I go, they tell us what's going on in movies all the time. They talk about, well, and I still we watched it. We'd be like, this is amazing. And I think a lot of people don't feel like they can know, they know what to do. Or, you know, it's just hard to break out of that because it's, it's going to take a huge change. And really, as a people, I think it's us using our consumer power to say we're not buying this. Because money talks. It's like no one's, let's be, in the American government, in, um, in this world, money is the number one thing. Yep. If people got together, if Americans said, I'm not buying this anymore, we are living and subsisting, we're going to all start, what is composting and doing this, the government's going to listen. Well, how are we going to do that? Like, when we everyone's think about not like, willing to do that. But that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. everyone's not on the same page. We talk about, like, black people and reparations, and we're always, like, the biggest issue facing the black community in terms of, um, certain movements forward is the fact that we all love to say it. We're not a monolith, we right? And yeah. everyone doesn't have the same um, mind frame and same perspective about things. Mm -hmm. um, and that makes it hard to kind of figure out a blanket fix for a yeah. group of people. So it's the same where it's just like, we can say, well, consumers need to decide this thing, but consumers don't all agree. But also all consumers don't have all the information because yeah. again, like, the people who just are not wealthy enough to give a shit about climate change are just trying to get through their day to day. Exactly. They're trying to pay their rent. They're trying to get their Take kids their to kids. school. Like, yeah. yeah. So it's like, I get it. I understand this perspective of like, that's just not an issue or a cause I can take up. I got much bigger, like immediate mm -hmm. problems and things. It's like, I can't be worried about climate change if I can't eat to be here tomorrow. Yeah. I can't be concerned about your tomorrow. So I get that. So... It's like, yeah, a lot of people won't, won't even understand the issues and won't even be informed and they can. about what's happening. And, and that's where, you know... But that's why the government is at fault. And that's why it starts, from, it starts from the top. It's a trickle-down effect because everybody can do, they, do their part. The, what I can do with something, what I can do something different from, the, you said, like a person, an immigrant family maybe who they're working and they are making a lot of money and they have children to take care of. Maybe they can do a little bit. Maybe I, I can do more. You know what I'm saying? It, that, but that's... It's true. What do, what do you think? I, I, I don't disagree with you about like, you know, everyone can do their part, but I think it's just such a bigger problem. It's a bigger issue. Well, it's just like, and the, to put the onus on the people is the fucked up thing. It's like, y'all regulate the shit out of everything else. No. Like, and you, right, everybody does their part in the sense that like a law or something is put into place and then people follow it. And it's just like, y'all very much could do that. But like, that even like plastics, like plastics, Big plastic is owned by like big oil, yeah. right? So they fucking us up with the oil and they fucking us up with the plastic. Mm -hmm. They have all this money that fights the legislation. They have lobbyists yeah. to make sure that those laws don't get made. 
And it's just like, it is the government's fault for, for fucking, you know, I get it. They're people, and, but they're greedy people and they take, yeah, they take kickbacks and, you know, they want to fund their campaigns and different things like that. So they allow these things to happen yeah. and then blame it on us, the, the people who actually have no power. Like yeah, I said, we, don't have, we a- don't have money. We don't have fucking influence and power. So then they basically say, well, if each person did their part, this wouldn't be happening. It's like, that's not true. Yeah. Like, you can tell me to recycle all day, but if y'all weren't letting them make all this fucking plastic, I wouldn't need to do that in the first place. Yeah. I, what I meant was by saying that I know that, number one, it's their fault. Like, they are the ones who create the things that we buy. We also only have access to what is created for us. It's like, what? well, that's not existing, or that is not too expensive for me. I can't afford that. But what I was saying, we all play our part. That, that's twofold. That goes, if the government isn't listening to us, then what can we do as a people who live in different social, economic, you know, someone who's, I don't know, who's making $200,000 a year, they can do something. Maybe they can do a little bit. Me, in my tax bracket, I can do a little bit. Someone else who is an immigrant family, they can do very, very little, but that's all going to contribute. So it's just like, that's, that's where we're in. If the government isn't listening to us, how can we as a people try to take the power? It's unfair, but then how can we, if everybody, all the people in the world said, we're going to do this, fuck the government, we're going to do this. And it's like, well, that's going to look different for all of us. We can't expect the same thing across the board from everybody. You right. know what I'm saying? That's, it, it's not going to, that's the only, and then if, on the other side, if the government does change all the laws, that's going to drastically change the way that a lot of us live. And the people who are going to be affected most by that are the people who are the most vulnerable, are the people who are the poorer parts and, 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 and not able-bodied. They're going to be affected if, if they change plastics and change the way we live in. That's going to be an issue as well. So, but I, all, I do think, too, it's about what can you do with your level. Oprah always says, what can you do as a person to make something better? Or what can you do to contribute? That's going to look different for you. As long as you're comfortable with that, then that's what it is. And I think that's, that's what I'm saying by that. That it, this responsibility isn't on us, really. Right. But if we have to do that, then that's what we're going to need to do. If everybody, the citizens decide to do it, we're going to have to figure out how that works for everyone. I get what you're saying. I just feel like it's not going to be enough. Like, it's... On the oh, on a on a personal level, it's not enough to make a dent when you have this larger thing playing defense against it every time. So it's like you what what you're putting in, let's say if on a you know, the whole thing adds up to a hundred, you're putting in like point zero 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 eight and they're putting in ninety. Well the only, only way <laughs> you know? only way to me that it would make a dent is if all the people decided to stop. But that's what I'm saying. That's, that's, what I'm saying. That's, that's not realistic. That's not realistic. That's not realistic. Because like, it also it seems to me it seems more realistic, I think what we're talking about, is for the government to change. But then is that realistic? If they change, that's going to change, completely change the way these people, uh, we are That's living. realistic. That's and that real. also, again, like you said, makes sweeping changes yes. versus trying to get every single person in the world mm-hmm. to make a personal pledge to yeah. do right by the planet. Like, that's yeah. not realistic. Because but, they're our leaders and they should be taking, they should know what's best for us and, and, and look out for our well-being. It's not about, you know, trying to get, get, a, get re-election or trying to fill their pockets. That's the problem. Because the people are in there, they're looking out for their own interests mm-hmm. and thinking, well, the people want this, the people want that, my family's... It's just like, well, that's what you're presenting to them. If you made laws like you do now, people have to get vaccinated. We have to get vaccinations for certain things. Uh, you know, kids have to go to school. If you don't, your parents get fucking arrested. You know, things like that. If you made laws and regulations that you're like, this is for your own good, which you do in other areas, then people have no choice but to follow them. And you say no amount of money is going to sway us. No amount of No amount of, you know promises is going to make me change because I know in the end this is going to be greater good but then people you have crooked people you have, well yeah because people the government's run by people um <sighs> they're people and people unfortunately just you know be fucked up and power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely um but Biden I don't know if you saw um recently had made some declaration that all the brand new cars mm-hmm. um 50 of new cars bought in this country have to be um like electric or hybrid mm-hmm. or whatever by 2030 mm-hmm. and i was like okay i i guess i guess give the man credit for doing something but i was like that's small like yeah that's uh, small like 50 percent of new cars mm-hmm. right it's like, it's like stop making new cars, y'all. Yeah. How about that? Stop making new cars. Like, how about you just reduce the amount of new cars that they're also the making by 20, 30, exactly. by 50%? Mm-hmm. 
They can do certain things. Like, means that actually, and then also that thing. You know what I mean? So like, the production of new cars of of new cars will be reduced by fifty percent by twenty thirty, and fifty percent of all new cars bought in this country um, in by twenty thirty has to be you know electric. Because I wonder too, what do they do with the cars that they don't sell? I know they don't break those. I know everything, can, all the parts of that car can't be used for something else. So there's some waste there. There's actually energy that you're using. Always. You're wasting to make these cars. Always. So it's just like you guys make a lot. We know how it is. We go to the fucking grocery store and there's so much stuff. The grocery store was looking mad nice. I went in at Wegmans. It's a nice grocery store. It's huge. It's huge. In any grocery store we go to, even the stop and shop near, near, uh, near here. You go in and you're like, there's so much food. There's so much stuff. And, this, and, and most of it you. trash, not yeah. real food. It's all processed crap. Which is used um, to That we shouldn't be putting in our bodies, but that's a story for another day. Yeah. it's We, we have a conversation about how wasteful we are as a country. And, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, a lot of that is just how you're conditioned. You grow up in this world. By the time you realize that that's a problem, you're probably a teenager and you're like, you know how to. You can be active, but you're also like, "Fuck! I gotta graduate. I'm trying to go to college. I'm trying, I have dreams." Again, everyday life gets in the way everyday of life. the bigger picture, and I understand how that happens. We're yeah. all guilty of it. But I'm just like, what, what the fuck needs to happen right now so that people in all over the world, we're not just talking about in this country, are not drowning from just like uncontrollable floods, or like these hurricanes are getting worse and worse, and just. All kinds of shit. Isn't it like wild that we have a whole ass episode talking about like global warming and climate change? You never thought you'd see these black hipsters talking about this shit because black people have all kinds of problems that, again, like they just trying to get to tomorrow. We just trying to not get killed by the cops out here. Um, But there's plenty of black people who work in climate change and um, it's, it's a big issue because it fucking matters to all of us. Like, and then I swear if there's one issue that is bipartisan has nothing to do with race gender whatever it is this everybody should be concerned unfortunately it affects black people of color color in different ways we're always gonna be the most they're already going through hunger and famine and just droughts anyway no we gotta wrap that that got nice and dark (laughs) towards the end didn't it we we brought that right back around to how black people are just like (laughs) just affected by this um disproportionately Mm -hmm. oh man well if that didn't take your day all the way down and you actually (laughs) liked this episode of black (laughs) hipster go ahead and subscribe so you can get us into your listening pleasure Weekly, yes. yes. There we mm-hmm. go. Um, we're actually going to be taking some time off, and um, this will be our last episode uh, for the summer season, and we will be back on September 15th. Yes, September yes. 15th. Yes. Um, and back for your listening pleasures um, through the end of the year, so um, please note. But you can also check us out on uh, Instagram if you need a quick little hipster fix. Mm-hmm. We're at Black Hipster Podcast. You can also send us an email at blackhipsterpodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, I guess you can follow me on Instagram, too. I'm the worst. I don't post shit. I'm at the Shawa Evans. Um, I'm at Sandra Wiggins, and I also don't post anything. We're the so, worst. Yeah, I'm sorry. We're not I feel like, I feel like contributing it. to Instagram is just bad for the climate. So exactly. I just, I'm, re- I'm trying much. to reduce my Instagram footprint. Exactly. Yeah. Really? What, what the hell is exactly. that voice? That's my agreeing with you voice. Like, oh, I totally okay. understand. I think I'd rather you disagree <laughs> with me. That means you would not ever do that voice again. Okay. I'll try to get my, I'll get my disagreeing <laughs> voice. Okay. You're stupid. Um, and, you know, we ain't coming for you Instagram, so relax. Don't try to come for us. Um, we do realize that you are not contributing to climate change on the surface level as far as we know. Yeah. Um, and you heard what I said. And I said what I said. But anywho, I won't be saying anything for a while, but we'll see you when we're back in September. Yes. Bye. Bye.